For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Can we speak in the language of the Spirit? Can we speak in the language of the Spirit as we prepare ourselves for the Word? Edify yourself, edify yourself, edify yourself. Let every weight be let aside. Let every weight be shed off. Let everything that will encumber by you this morning from listening to the word. Let it be taken off. Even in the name of Jesus, you are ready. Tell yourself, I am ready. My spirit is ready. Thank you, Father. We celebrate you this morning. Lift up one hand. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to sit at your feet. We count it privilege to hear your word. Minister to us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. For our spirits are ready, our bodies are ready to receive power through your word. As we listen, burdens are lifted, sicknesses and diseases are falling off, the scales of tradition and ignorance are falling off. We are becoming more and more like you, even in the name of Jesus. And as you behold us, and as we see you, we are edified as you are glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. May we assume our sister in the name of Jesus. Oh, let's give the Lord a mighty clap. Peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. Are you ready for the word? Let's zoom straight. Open your Bibles. Let's go to Matthew 28. Matthew 28, starting from verse 18 
to 20. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Sure. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, mm-hmm. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Mm-hmm. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, mm-hmm. baptizing them in the name of the Father mm-hmm. and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power. The word power is the same word for exousia in the Greek, which is authority. Now, Jesus came and spake unto them, after the resurrection are we getting it after the resurrection so jesus has risen from the grave he came to them but before then he had instructed that they should meet at a place they should meet at a place where they receive instructions instructions and they receive um the knowledge that he wants to pass on to them um that will be Jesus' last days with them. And Acts of Apostles, Luke wrote in his account in the Acts of Apostles that Jesus spent 40 days with them. 40 days with them. So after resurrection, Jesus spent 40 more days with them, passing on information to them. Now, his last 40 days were very important to the disciples because the things that he could not say before his death he was not ready to tell them. Don't forget. He said, I had many things to tell you. But you didn't have capacity to receive. So he had now begun to now distill the information little by little to them. As to what was going to happen after his resurrection. Are, are we here? After his ascension and glorification. Are, are we in the house this morning? So he came and spake unto them. He says, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. All power, exousia, is given to me in heaven and earth. We're seeing the power there is exousia, which is authority. But in heaven and earth is not a place. In heaven and earth is talking about divinity in humanity. It's talking about God imprinting himself in man. Now that power to do that is in me. What it means is that I am the sole preserve of translating myself into men. <laughs> The, the, the only person who can duplicate and multiply himself in man. That power is given to one only. The name Jesus. So, that name you call Jesus is the authority of Jesus. Are we here? Now, I'm going somewhere with this this morning. So, all power, heaven and earth is given to me. Now, on the basis of this, go. Preach make disciples of all nations and we've said that the disciples of all nations the word nations there is the greek word ethnos we've done this before ethnos is not country ethnos is not um greece oh paul don't go in the name of meko we need souls you're going to chill it's not dubai ethnos is not china ethnos is not switzerland Ethnos are a group of people bound with similar identity, similar ways of doing things, similar attributes. So, an ethnos can be a group of prostitutes. They, are, they, are, they have things in common. 
An ethnos can be thieves, robbers. There are things in common. I'm robbers. Yeah? It's an ethnos. So the ethnos, the nations that God is talking about or Jesus is talking about here are not too far away from us. Don't go to China to go and win souls if you've not won the souls around your house. Hello? So it's, it's, it's something that you don't, you don't struggle to do. Go means go. Go means start from anywhere. Don't forget, it start from Jerusalem. Start from your home. To, to Judea, extend it to your community. To Samaria, outside, to the ultimate, ultimate parts of the world. So we are not limited in how we, we do our job. We are not. An ethnos can be your community in, in, your, in, your, in your school. Your friends is an ethnos. Your, your colleagues at work, ethnos. The people you sell with in the market, ethnos. What it means is that wherever you go, there must be something about you that shows that you're a disciple. <laughs> there must be something. That's how to make a baby. You must be able to say something. You must be known for something. Jesus called his disciples. They, I, they can identify with him. Go in my authority. What it means is that as you go, they must see me in you. They must see me in you. As you do it, I am doing it to you. Go. Obey. Before I complain. <laughs> Go. Make disciples of all nations. Then he says, teaching them. The word teaching there is didasco. Last week we were messing it up. It's didasco, which means you are to run a curricula. Curricula didasco. D-I-D-A-S-K-O. Didasco. It means, it means you are to put them in a class where you systematically run the curricula with them. So, uh, uh, we have our children going to school. They do mathematics. So, they start with arithmetic. They, they go into um, logic, uh, logical reasoning. And all, it's a curricula. So, you, you notice that in this house, our teaching is not, we are not in a hurry to complete anything. Not in a hurry. In fact, double emphasis and repetition is good for learning. I know for some of you today, you understand something that you didn't understand last week. So we are not in a rush. Because it's a certain method, methodical, systematic approach to learning. So that we don't just happy ourselves, leave and forget what we have been taught. No, 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 no. What it means is that if you're a student and you enroll in that class, your business and your duty and responsibility is to make yourself available to be taught because there will be a teacher to teach. If there's a teacher to teach, there should be a student to be taught. <laughs> so go, make disciples. Make disciples of all nations, teaching them to observe. The word observe is the word terio, which is watch intently as if it could be lost. And last week we said, look, you can have gold and exchange it for straw. You can have gold. Sika, pudu, sika, sika. And exchange it for straw. Why? Because you don't know the value of what you have. And whatever you don't know the value of, you are likely to abuse it. You can have the best, but if you do not know what you have, you can exchange it for something silly. And you'll be the worst for it. So, 
In Christianity, knowledge is key. In Christianity, knowledge is key. Knowledge is key. If you do not know, you cannot do. If you do not know, you cannot be proficient in your faith. And so you can be by all the good things, all the good things can be deposited in you, and, and you'll still be loitering around and be wandering around looking for the things that are already in you. Number two, you can have all things and still be going around working for what has already been placed in you. Hello? <laughs> that would be dangerous. Something that has been freely given to you, you are not going to work for. It's the height of ignorance. What you have, you have. You don't work for. That's why we call it a gift. So, all of these things are premised on knowledge. That is why he says, teaching them to observe. So, in the teaching, they'll become alert. They'll become observant. And he says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever. The all things whatsoever is the command he gave them on his finished work. So, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded, I have commanded will mean go and strictly teach what I have done. What it means is that when believers gather like this, the message should be his death, burial, and resurrection. No more, no less. Think about it. Is that what we are doing in the church? Is that what we are doing in our churches? Think about it. He says, teaching them to observe. This is the command of Jesus. And I want this to be explained very well in the various languages. What our master taught us is that go and teach them to observe what I have commanded. Not what you think. Not what you want. (laughs) So we have been given a message. The message is clear. Don't go and teach about demonology. And nowadays, the demons are, are, are becoming very truant and very naughty. Now, uh, we are seeing that demons are operating too much. We need to teach you how they work. It is not the gospel. And nowadays, uh, our women are not working at all. They are sitting at home. So, I need to bring you keys to bring you out of the slavery of poverty into the abundance of the light of... What are you talking about? And nowadays, we see that the young people are very disobedient. We need to bring them tactics. He said, you are doing whose will? You are doing your will. Not his will. So, (laughs) we have been giving specific information to pass on. Teaching them to observe whatsoever thing I have commanded. Which is to say, teaching them to observe what I have accomplished. When you bring these people together and you are beginning to teach them, let them focus themselves on what I have accomplished for them. As they begin to see that, they will see themselves in me. Hmm. That man over time will be furnished, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That man over time will become refined. That person over time will live his foolishness and now gravitate into the things of God. You focus them on me. What I have accomplished. Over time, they will know who they are, what they have, and what God can do through them. They will leave all the things that. Ah, 
Do you know that at the height of glorification and manifestation, you will still leave this body? I was telling the Zoom people on Friday. Leave this body means that you will still die. If you die today and I resurrect you, you will still die. You didn't catch it. If you are 200, you think you go to 3, you will still die. Methuselah at 969 still died. Until then, I will pray. You understand? If you don't know him for who he is, you are limited in your appreciation. If all you know about God is that you can build a house, the Bible says you are most miserable. If all you know about God is that my God will bring me the best contracts in the world, you are the most miserable. If all you know about God are the riches of this world, you are the most miserable. You are the most miserable. Follow closely. If all you know about God is that this is the God who heals, <laughs> that's all you know about God. Is the God who heals. And so when you don't see your healing, what happens? This God is not in action. And I have to go and see him. Maybe this place is not working again. Let me go and see him somewhere else. If all you know about God is that when I go to market, they'll buy all my goods. That's all you know about God. So the day they don't buy the goods, God is not in action. You, you, you are like the children of Israel who knew the acts of God, who didn't know the ways of God. You are limited in your approach. We come to God for God. The children of Israel knew the acts of God. Moses knew his ways. All the names you see, Jehovah El Shaddai, El Gibor, Rapha, Mechadesh, uh, uh, were given to God on the basis of his signs and wonders he did on their way to Canaan. So that is all they know about him. Hey, the man who can make manna for, eat manna, we don't like this manna again, give us something new. How can we be eating manna, manna, manna? We want some meat, meat. We want some protein. And yet the manna was, was balanced diet. How can you be giving us water, water, water? We want some locust. We want something to crack. What is water? And yet they were, they were thirsty. How can you just be putting shade over us? We want, we want, we want something more. So it's just about one miracle of, over the other. Teaching them to observe is to settle people on the doctrine of Christ to such an extent that they move beyond signs and wonders. 
beyond sign and wonder. You yourself, you are the sign and wonder. Otherwise, you are going to limit yourself and limit your God and what he's able to do. If all you know about God is that I'm going to do well, I'm going to prosper, I'm going to, you know, all things are going to work together, I'm going to see money, money, money. That's all you know about God. That's a limited way, a limited way to see God. So those who don't have money, God is not with them. Think about it. You think that is how your God works? Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you all the way to the end of time. So, discipleship is done at a place. We've done this before. Discipleship is done at a place with designated leadership. Um, um, it's done in order, in fellowship, in love. Um, discipleship is done for believers. So, put them together in a school with a curricular message continue and continue and continue and continue till they become it. It is, not, it is not a day's journey. Continue. Again and again. So we've given ourselves opportunities. Sunday, some have their cells on Tuesday, some on Saturday, go. We have Zoom meeting on Friday, attend. It's an opportunity again and again. Again, Sunday to Sunday is too long. It's too long. What I don't forget, we are still in a, we are still running a curricula. A curricula. The day we are doing arithmetics and you are not there, you will not know arithmetics. Every meeting is important for the believer. It's an opportunity to learn. And the more you know, the more you can do. The enemy is waiting for what you don't know and what you are not settled on to use against you. So your desire for knowledge must be to such an extent that I don't want to lose any information that is necessary for my spiritual growth. Any information that is necessary for my spiritual growth. Because I, if you can even have knowledge that the enemy can try to, bust, to, to mess you up. As some who have head knowledge, they can't apply it. So can you imagine, you don't even have the knowledge at all. <laughs> you, you, you are a tool in his hand. I'm saying that some have knowledge. They can't even apply. We call it head knowledge. They say they know everything. They, can do, they cannot do anything. That's head knowledge. But in your case, you don't even have the head knowledge to one day download into practicality. That would be serious. Again and again. Again. <laughs> again and again. So someone is going to learn. Now, as you're learning, someone is also going to learn from you. So in your discipleship process, you are careful how you are gathering information. Number two, in your discipleship process, you are also going to become an example to another. You are careful how you... You, you, you carry yourself about as a disciple. Matthew, make disciples. Look, it's a certain grooming. Hmm. The unrefined person will become refined. Matthew, groom. Educate. Grow. Nature. 
mature. So there are some portions of us that will be falling off on the way. People are going to see you. Cloud of witnesses are going to form around you. So over time, what you're learning must show. It must show. It must show. Over time, if you are not consistent, you will become consistent. Hmm. What you are being taught is what you also go and teach. That's a cycle. And we must make sure that that cycle is not broken. That cycle is not broken. What you are being taught is the same you go and teach. And, and we are expecting you to also come with your disciples. Do you know that one of the best ways to test whether you've learned something is to go and teach it? Yeah. I remember when we were having some of those group discussions in, in school. I, I, I learned through, through practice that anytime I shared and I went and led group discussions, I, I realized that, ah, and sometimes, you, you are forced to go and read and read again because when they ask the questions, you should be able to answer then in doing that, you are growing. Went to me and control be a No, 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 no. If you're not able to transfer to anybody, it's a test, it's a litmus test that maybe your knowledge base is not up to. But I can assure you, your knowledge base is up to. So go and teach. Go and teach. Go and teach. So we're expecting that we'll be having your disciples with you very shortly. They will have to come with you. One of the hallmarks of discipleship is coming to church with your own disciples. It's a hallmark of discipleship. Did you catch that one, people? One of the hallmarks of a disciple is to come with your disciple. Wow. So what it means is that as we come in, you are coming to church with your disciple. The same way we encourage parents, one of the hallmarks of good parentage <laughs> is to go to the church you go to with your child. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about they also believe the same thing. It's the same thing. Like must be God-like. If you're not producing your like, your discipleship is in question. Like must produce like. And that is why parents are worried when the children do not look like them. Because I you look at yourself. If you're a woman, you, can, you look at your tummy and you look at the, the child. And look at your tummy and look at... Did you come from here? Have mothers asked those questions before? Did, did, you, did you come from here or somewhere else? I didn't pick you from anywhere. You, you came from here. So, parents are worried. The same way teachers are worried. If they are not seeing their likes. <laughs> you're not here this morning. Huh. Like must be God like. Like it is only a parent. I don't know what that parent's name will be, who is not interested in how the child looks. You know, you are so laissez-faire to the extent that you don't care how your child looks. What kind of a parent would that be? I mean, you, you, you want to grow, you to grow the way you want to grow. Really? No, no, I, I don't think so. Then you are not a parent. You're a caretaker. Even caretakers take care. 
Are we here this morning? So that's the same thing that happens in the spirit, where we are able to grow people. And all these people are all around for us to go and grow and groom, to become useful in the kingdom. Hmm. They must look like you. They must look like you. So what it means is that many of us here are here to give birth. We don't have disciples. So maybe we are carrying them in our, in our womb. We'll be giving birth to them. But let them come quick. Because even for the children we carry, nine months is good. If a child should stay in the womb for one year, we'll get worried. We'll cut you. We'll bring the baby out by force. Two years. Uh-uh. I've not seen any pregnancy carried by two years. It's either fibroid or something else. But if it's true pregnancy, nine months, the baby must come out. I challenge the church this morning. Let's go and raise disciples for Jesus. Let's go and raise disciples for Jesus. They must come out. Somebody says, I, I, we are preparing them. Let them come out. We have learned enough. Let them come out. Jesus instructed and we also instruct. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Why? Because that is how God wants it to be. It should be a family. It should be relationship. It should be followership. Somebody must follow you. Somebody must see Christ through you. That from the Old Testament to New Testament, people saw God through people. Uh, those, how did you become born again? Somebody preached to you. How do you know how, what you know today? Somebody taught you in this house. Some of the things that we know is because we have a pulpit that somebody is teaching from. So that is, the, that is how God wants his family to be. Somebody must follow somebody. You cannot be on your own. I was That is how it is done. That is how the ecology of God works. Moses um, was not Christ, but many learned God through Moses. The Bible is about following people. We follow men to follow Christ. We follow men to follow Christ. That is why as you are being taught, you must make sure you are becoming a good example. Because men are going to follow you as you follow Christ, to see Christ. There is a couple behind us where we live. (laughs) And we took notice of something. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. When they came at first, I don't know where they came from. But this couple always be, 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 be hello, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Ah, then over a period of time, you realize that as a dono and so Apparently, when we are doing Zoom, they also in their house, then you realize that every place is very quiet. They are listening to Zoom. What you don't want to listen to, people across. Are, are, are taking advantage of the noise I am making to bend over time. We saw something. Odonna Sorov. Odonna Sorov. So, if you are not a good example, <laughs> people will not see Christ through you. Amazing. People must follow you. 
People must follow you to see Christ. And God will always use men. He gave men to men. There's nothing we know today that we are not taught. There's nothing I know today that I was not taught. It never came by any revelation. Taught by books, through books. That, there are some of the people that I learned from that I never saw. I only read their books. There are some books that we are seeing today that were written many hundreds of years past. The Kenyan books that you see today, in his time, he was bastardized. And yet those books have outlived generations. We are now reading them and we are seeing the light of Christ through the books. Amazing. 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 They saw him as a fool. They saw him as, as a, her- a heretic preacher. Nobody wanted to listen to him. They were so drowned in their traditions. They cannot live in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They cannot. What are you talking about? In fact, when... <laughs> When the Protestants left Catholic, they could not leave their gowns. They are not still here. So the, the Catholics also see themselves to the Protestants. Stop what you are doing. You are just like us. Then the Pentecostals also came. <laughs> the Pentecostals also wanted to be identified. So they also went for their suit and tie. Is it not identification? Then they also read their prayer. Read prayer. Catholic is also seeing themselves. But you're also reading prayer. Okay, what do we do? We also bring charismatism into Catholicism. So if you think you are charismatic, we also do charismatism. And all through, they have lost the most important. It is not about Pentecostalism. It is not about charismatism. It is not about orthodoxy. It is not about Protestantism. It is about Christ. If all through this, we don't see Christ, we are useless. It doesn't matter. In fact, charismatism has not graduated into spirituality. Spiritual. Universalism. And you are gravitating slowly into atheism. You will not believe anything again. We are losing it over time. The most important person in the agenda is not the change of building. It's not the change of dress. It's not the, how big the Bible is. It's about Christ. And so a church is determined by the message that is preached. Not the color of the building, not the building, the big, the, the, the gargantuan nature of the building. Not what the pastor wears and from what Bible he preaches. What message is he preaching? If it is not the message of Christ, it is not the truth. He didn't catch it. What is truth? Truth is the message of Christ. What did Jesus say himself? I am the truth. So if you don't preach me, you are not preaching the truth. It's like today we are sleeping. Are we, are we still in the house? What is truth? Somebody's asking me, what is truth? Truth is preaching Christ. If you are not preaching Christ, you are not preaching truth. Why? Jesus says, I am the truth. That is why we cannot change our message. Jesus says, I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life. If you are not preaching me, you are not preaching truth. You are preaching you. And your nightmares and your dreams and visions 
and your impressions about God, many a time they are false. Preach me. For your message to be truth, it must be me. Are we getting it this morning? Men follow men. Joshua followed Moses. In fact, Joshua was called the servant of Moses. Joshua was referred to as, the, as his servant. Elisha followed Elijah. And we said that Moses is not God, but he was a disciple. And so takes the role of Christ by mentoring and teaching and educating people. A well-trained, groomed believer and a disciple of Christ will not go prostituting after pastors and, prost- and, and prophets. That will not be you. A well-taught, groomed disciple and follower will not go prostituting after pastors. Prostitution in the New Testament is not selling your body. <laughs> it is having multiple engagements, including pastors and prophets. If you are well taught, you don't go prostituting around. It is those who are not well taught and in their desire to satiate their curiosity, go around prostituting from pastor to pastor, prophet to prophet. So they are always balancing. A well taught disciple of Christ will know who his teacher is. And so if he has any confusion, he will go to his teacher to be settled. And that is why I get worried when people are not asking questions because I know there are a lot of questions in people's minds. Why are you settling the questions? Who is answering the questions for you? (laughs) I know. I know. There are so many things that are running through people's minds. But they are not asking questions. So somewhere, somehow, somebody is answering the questions for them. Or they are answering the questions for themselves. And you will not grow well. Hmm. And that is why we study the scriptures. That is why we study the scriptures. So ask questions, like we've been saying in our apostolic salutations. Ask questions. The only way you can, you can enrich your understanding on the subject matter is to ask questions. Ask, oh, give me a call. Ask questions. Because the things that we are teaching, some are not easy to understand. They are not. I will not assume you will get it in a day. Like I also didn't get it in a day. I struggled with many. There are some I'm yet to even understand. (laughs) I I, I hope you are happy about that one. (laughs) So ask questions. There are so many teachings around though. So many teachings around. And Kofoki counts them. Sometimes I walk TV and I say, ah, put, put this thing off. What is this? I go to Facebook. I just want to throw the phone away. What, what is this? And you see the congregation. You are worried. Thousands of people. Believers, if you are not preaching the truth, falsehood will thrive. Oh. You'll be surprised. How did these people get all these people here? I thought, some could understand some of these things. No, 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 no. That's, 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 the, that's, that's the opium state of religion. 
it can make you go crazy. Religion. Religion is wicked. Religion can make you leave your house and go and sleep on the streets. And you make the streets your home and leave your house for the pastor. That's religion. <laughs> religion will make you leave your wife and children. That's how opium is, is a drug. It's, it's what we get cocaine from. So religion can become an opium. Hard drug. Religion is wicked. And so when we bring you the simplicity that is in Christ, leave religion and hook on to the simplicity that is in Christ. If it is not simple enough, it is not Christ. Check it. If the message is not simple, it is not Christ. Because Christ will bring the simplicity of God to man. It is religion that will bring the mystery and the mysteriousness of God to man. Think about it. If it is not simple, it is not Christ. As he was. Simple. Born in a manger. Was raised in Nazareth. Grew, started his ministry in Galilee. Operated majorly in Galilee and Judea. Died in court. <laughs> Died a miserable death. Was buried. Just by chance, he got buried in a tomb reserved for a rich man. But watch it. Rose in glory. Because his work will have to finish. And so man, devil, death, grave, hell could not stop him. And so whichever way he had, he will have to come out. And that has become our evidence today. And that is giving us power to preach. But he was simple. Christ is simple. Christ amongst his disciples, you could not notice. There was nothing flamboyant about Christ. There was nothing flamboyant. He was not a cool guy that the ladies liked. And so stop that nonsense, those who are preaching it, that Mary Madeline and Jesus had. <laughs> there was nothing about Jesus that Mary Madeline would see and, and be fast about. Mary Madeline had guys, guys, man. That's not the state of Jesus. But she saw life in Christ. Was drawn to Christ by his message. When everybody was condemning Mary Madeline, Jesus did not condemn her. Draw seven demons out of her. She said, this man, I must sit at your feet. I must, I cannot leave this man who has so delivered me out of my trouble. There was nothing about Jesus. Nothing. Some of you are fine guys than Jesus. He didn't wear any perfume. You didn't catch it. When you saw Jesus on the streets, you could not even identify him if you didn't know him. The simplicity in Christ. So his message is as simple as his person. Why? Because his person is equal to his message. <laughs> his word is himself. The simplicity of his word is the simplicity of his person. He's not different from his word. He's not different from his message. Are you here this morning? Any message that brings God into a certain state of hoodiousness, run away, run for your life. Please, are we following? Are we following this morning? We'll be going back to um, our, our, our this thing very shortly. So, 
please understand this. That even if you go to a place, even if you go to a place, and your local assembly is not there, you are the ministry there. We are ministry. We carry ministry. So if you go to Azerbaijan and CFM is not in Azerbaijan, you being there is CFM there. What it means is that you should be taught in your local assembly well enough that wherever you go, you can start the church there. And that is why our teaching here should not be taken lightly because wherever you go, you should be able to replicate CFM there. Somebody said, uh, um, um, uh, we, we want to travel, we want to travel, uh, but our problem is that uh, we don't have the church there. Uh, how do we fellowship? You know, we can join any church. I didn't ask you to join any church. You start, start the church. Start the church. So if, from, if today you move from here to Infa, Ningo Pram Pram, or or as you try, start the church. Start the church wherever you, you are the minister. And the minister carries ministry. So you're not limited. Start it. What I mean, Pastor, what am I going to teach? Teach what you have been taught. How am I going to do it? Teach it the same way you were taught it. That's it. Ministry grows. That is why discipleship is important. That is why you are taking notes so that one day when you have that opportunity, you can also minister sin. Preach. Teach. Start the church wherever. So that you are not limited wherever you go. Two, three months. I'm going to be there for a year. I'm going to be there for two years. I'm going to be there for four years. Now maybe I was I Catholic. So, you are going to stay at home. Do nothing. Don't listen to anything. What have you been taught? Can you replicate it in men? I sent a video recently about one Pentecost minister who was doing evangelism in Dubai. He now has over 300 members. I, I thought Dubai people, they don't like Christo, 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 Christ, Christo. Even in Azerbaijan, the ministry of God is growing. Azerbaijan. Who unto Uzbekistan? Who on, which until recently had closed their borders to tourists and visitors? The church was growing underground. The church was growing underground. You go to Europe as I'm going to be there for three months and you cannot raise a disciple. Your teacher is not good. For six months, you've not raised an aunt. What have you been taught? Going to the world, you didn't take notice of anything. Think about it. I'm challenging the church today. Think about it. He says, go. You're going to stay in your village for three months, six months. You can't raise an aunt to follow you. Wow. And your teacher is not good. Wow. 
Say, Pastor, I'm alone where I am. Start the church there. Start the fellowship in your house. Start it. <laughs> mm. So, there is no excuse anymore. There is no excuse anymore. Follow. Follow instructions. Follow instructions. Follow instructions. Look at 1 Corinthians 4.16, for example. Men follow men. 1 Corinthians 14. 4.16. Look at what Paul said there. First Corinthians four sixteen. Uh-huh. Wherefore I beseech you, uh-huh. be ye followers of me. Let's start from verse fifteen. You get the context better. First Corinthians four fifteen. Uh-huh. For though ye have ten thousand instructors in Christ. Now follow this. So he says, you though you who are the you, the church, the church of Corinth is the you. The whole church is the you because he was writing to the church. No specific individual mentioned here. So he was talking about the church of Corinth. The whole church. Uh-huh. Although ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, uh-huh. yet have ye not many fathers. In as much as you have 10,000 instructors, instructors are on Facebook, instructors are on Instagram, instructors have written books. Not all are fathers. When your instructors are messing you up and you don't understand anything, go to your father for explanation. So don't be following multiple leaders in, all in the name of what? Unity of the faith. <laughs> in fact, you'll be, dis- you'll be disunited in yourself. <laughs> Look at it. Though we have thousand instructors, we don't have as many fathers as that. For in Christ Jesus, for in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. He didn't say they have. So in Christ Jesus, this local assembly has been begotten by the gospel of Christ through one individual. In our case, we had it through the late servant of the Lord, and the new leadership is continuing. So you should not be confused who you are following here. We are not three, we are not five. We follow one. Never be confused. Look, if you have multiple, you'll be confused. Look at it. We have been begotten, yes? I have begotten you through says, the gospel. He says, I, Paul, I have begotten you, the church of Corinth. Through the gospel. Through the gospel. So, my teaching of the gospel is what brought you to life and light. My teaching of the gospel is what brought you to life and light. Begotten. Mm-hmm. Wherefore I beseech you. Wherefore I beseech you. Be ye followers of be me. Be ye followers of me. of me. What it means is that a whole church can follow. Be ye followers of me. So followership is not just individual. It can be a whole church. In fact, ministries can follow other ministries. Most of the things we do here is a pattern of, of Saints Community Church, my teacher's church. Most of the things we do. There are some things we can't do because we've not gotten there. 
and will not force the church to do. So I should also be able to tell you, my teacher, that's how we grow. Some of you are learning from us. You are, you are attributing it to other people you are learning from. You are, you are a hypocrite. If you are learning from us, tell us you are learning from us. Don't tell me, I, 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 I had it by revelation. Master, you were taught. When we come to grace, there is nothing mysterious. It is in our Old Testament when even a pastor is sick, cannot tell you. Until he dies, we never knew he was sick. And yet, if I told you I was sick, you'd have given me paracetamol to eat. To chew, rather. You'd have given me a prophylactics. Grace, there is nothing to hide. Oh, yes. So, if you're still here and you cannot open up yourself, you are not in grace, you are in law. You are not catching it. You are hiding things. Your marriage is messing up. You are hiding. What are you hiding? Pastor, and Koye, Pastor, I, I thought I can handle that thing, but right now, Pastor, something is not going well. Let me come in. It must go well. This is it. Precept after precept. Line upon line. You are still hiding. Hide. Pastor, you have so then we can go in. So, in grace, there is nothing to hide. <laughs> when you are hiding, you are hiding yourself. Can you hide from him? <laughs> That's grace. So, a whole church can follow. Individuals will follow. Our desire is that individuals will follow as the whole church is following. Follow Expose the areas, the dark areas. Allow light to enter. You are the better for it. Allow light to enter. You are the better for it. You are hiding yourself from me. <laughs> followers. The word followers is the word mimetis. Follow me. Ephesians 5.1 Followers of God. First Thessalonians 1 6. Followers of us. Follow. Become. First Thessalonians 2 14. Followers of churches. Let's do First Thessalonians 2 14. Follow, 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 follow. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 2 2 14. 2.14 For ye, brethren, mm -hmm. become followers, became followers of the churches of God. Are you, are you seeing it? So, churches became followers of other churches in Judea. Is it in scripture? Yes. Is it in scripture? So, can churches also follow other churches? Yes! If, you, if a teacher can have a teacher, then churches can also follow churches. Very soon, other churches, also, I, I met one apostle, apostle, apostle Hammer. Very, he's an old apostle. He's been, he's been in ministry for many years, but ministry has, has, turned, has toppled him some way. He said, man of God, I appreciate the way you people have caught the revelation. They call it the revelation. The way you people have caught the thing. Eh? We have, I said, this is how we're going to go. So as we do, you to follow. 
and do the same thing. So if he is truly going to follow, that his ministry will be a pattern of our ministry. Churches follow churches. Who goes you and can't just say, "Oh, because you and can't me in the Paul himself in the law had to be taught by Gamaliel. Paul in his conversion had to go to Ananias. You didn't catch it. People follow people. Paul, Paul, yes, Osiani Paulu. Three days and three nights walk over Zumunina. And then years were her. And then the Satuna Pempum Panyai. Then the Sutino. Paul. So we are not beyond being taught. Never. Any believer who thinks his grow is beyond teaching is yet to be taught. Has not been taught. Yentetino. At the punk, I won't say, Hey, you're obitually. Are we here this morning? Have we done first Thessalonians 1 6? Hebrews 6 12. Hebrews 6 12. Hebrews 6 12. Uh-huh. That ye be not slothful, mm-hmm. but followers of them who through faith wait, wait, and wait, wait, patience. Wait, wait, wait. Be not slothful. Yes. But be what? But followers of them. Followers of them. Who through faith. Who through faith. And patience. And patience. Inherit the promises. Inherit the promises. Be followers. What it means. What, who are these people? Old Testament people. Mm-hmm. What it means is that. Don't follow their ways. Follow their faith. Let me give you an example. Don't follow Abraham. In presenting the sister. <laughs> no, let me let me put it better. <laughs> Presenting his wife, which who was his sister, as a sister, all because he wanted favor. Don't follow Abraham, the the crude businessman. Abraham can give you one and take ten from you in exchange, but follow Abraham's faith. Ha. Who stood? And watch the promise come to pass. Hello? Don't follow Moses the murderer. Follow Moses in his faith. Knowing the ways of God. As the children of Israel knew the acts of God. Are we here? Yeah. Yeah. So anytime you look to the characters of the Old Testament. We don't, we don't follow their ways. Their acts. Their, their doings. We follow the faith they had. Through faith, and we're patient to see the inheritances. So men follow. <laughs> men follow. Follow. Now lift up your hand and say, I follow Christ as I follow his men. That's it. Did you did you catch that one? We follow Christ as we follow men. Follow. First Peter three thirteen. First Peter three thirteen. First Peter three thirteen. Mm-hmm. And who is he that will warm, will harm you, mm-hmm. if ye be followers of that which is good? That's right. Who? Who? 
who? So your safety is in your following. Your, 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 your safety is in your following. Who? The word follow there is the word mine or oh my. Mine or oh my. M-I-N-E-O-M-A-I. Mine or oh my. That's the noun. Mine or oh my. Continue this. Mine or oh my. Mine or oh my. Follow. Follow. Follow Christ. Follow his men. So, an important part of the following is to be taught. And then When you are taught, you listen, you imbibe, you live it. So, one of the ways that we are taught is to be taught the scriptures or the manual that we have. And this Bible we have, or what we call our manual, is, is written in a way that you have to be taught how to, number one, read it and understand it. The Bible was not written in any heavenly language. It was written using earth language. And so we have to be interpreted using all the tools that are available to us in understanding context. Why? Because the Bible is a contextual book. The Bible is a contextual book. And, and, and for some time now, we've been dealing with um, how to understand uh, the scripture contextually. And so we looked at pretext, we looked at uh, post-text. Pretext will be verses before the text. Post-text will be verses after the text. We looked at the law of first mention. We looked at the law of double mention. We looked, we looked at corroborative analysis. The law of single mention, for example, when we looked at 1 Corinthians 15, 29 and Matthew 28, 19, where he says, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the only time is mentioned together like that in Scripture. And so cannot become doctrine. Because we only have single mention, single mention. No other... Um, rendition of Jesus' last days with his disciples accounted that. So, it cannot be doctrine. So, single mention cannot be doctrine. The emphasis will be seen in other scriptures. And you, when you read the other scriptures, the emphasis is Christ. So, we believe on his name. We are saved by his name. The, the Authority we have is the authority of Christ. The one who sent us is Christ. It's not the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Are we here? So, law of single mention cannot become doctrine. Never. Law of single mention will tell us that that single scripture cannot become doctrine. So, what it means is that you cannot just read one strand of scripture and turn it into a doctrine and practice. It is not right. Okay, so um, I, I promise that we're going to go into John, John 3. But before we get to John 3, there's something very important that we need to close with today. We need to close with today. When you go to Luke 24, 
Luke 24. Before we come to Luke 24, let's go to 2 Timothy 3.15. 2 Timothy 3.15. We are building it up. Then we can move. 2 Timothy 3. 2 Timothy 3.15. Mm-hmm. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon no, their no, hearts. No, Check it again. 2 Timothy. 1 Timothy, right? No, 2 Timothy 3.15. 2 Timothy 3.15. Yes. And that from a child, That's right. thou had known the holy scriptures, mm-hmm. which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith, mm-hmm. which is in Christ Jesus. Now, when you read this, what it is saying is that the, the end of your reading of the scriptures must lead you to in him. Follow closely. We want to end well. Because next week we are going to peruse this better. He says, and from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto. So unto, the word unto is the word is, E-I-S, which is concerning. What it means is that unto is supposed to lead you to. It's like I'm in process, unto. So I am moving here to there. I, I am starting here onto something. So onto means concerning. My reading of the scriptures must bring me to a place of in him, a person. Thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. Now, that salvation is not hanging anywhere. Which is by faith through Christ Jesus. Now, if the writings of the Old Testament books that Jesus or Paul is referring to did not have Jesus or did not have faith in Christ, then those writings will either be writings that were speaking to his coming, were promises of his coming, all were symbolic representation of his person. Follow closely, follow closely. I, 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 am I taking you too far? He said, from a child you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. But that salvation is through faith in Christ. Through faith in Christ. And yet, the material that Paul is talking about, that material is Genesis to Malachi. And in Genesis to Malachi, you will not see Jesus, you will not see faith through Christ. You will not see it. What Paul is talking about here is, he's not talking about the epistles, though. Because as at the time they were writing the epistles, the only material they have is Genesis to Malachi. So your reading of Genesis to Malachi should not be Abraham, Jonah, Esther. It should be faith through Christ. But you will not see it like that. What it means is that when you are reading the pages of the Old Testament, that faith in Christ or salvation through faith in Christ would have been a prophecy. It would have been a promise or would have been given a symbolic representation. And that is why what we call revelation today was their explanation to those scriptures. 
ajidi fo ha na ne wo hu ne say revelation and there wow eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither have entered into the hearts of men what the lord and now he has revealed those things by his spirit what you are calling revelation is them explaining the scriptures in the light of the personality that was hid in the prophecies promises and representations they have seen him now we see jesus so the one we see now is the one we use to explain the scriptures are we here this morning please understand this because it's, it's useful for your teaching you need this to go and teach so that when you are reading the pages of the old testament if i don't see jesus there jesus may have been presented in a prophecy or as a promise or as a symbolic representation follow closely i'm ending here <laughs> now what did jesus himself say john 5:39 john 5:39 he says set the scriptures for in them ye think ye have eternal life but they are they but they are they which testify of me what it means is that the scriptures in their symbols in personalities in their stories are speaking about me but when you go to the scriptures like that you will not see it that is why you will call it revelation because you're not going to read it in the light of the person to whom they were talking about. And that is why somebody can tell you that the book of, do you know that the book of Esther has no God in it? The whole book has no G-O-D. And so they can apply the book of Esther for beauty pageants, for, for how women are supposed to keep themselves, for hygiene. And yet the book of Esther is a typology of the salvation of God. But on the face of Esther, you just see that Esther was, uh, uh, do you know that Mordecai was, was like the cousin? It's not uncle, it's cousin. Mordecai is cousin to Esther. You know, Esther's parents died young. Uh, Esther, Esther's parents died when she was very young. So the cousin took care of him, a man taking care of a lady. See the twist in there. Hello. So, so God is not God. God is the kind of God that can take care of everybody, irrespective. Took care of her. Look at the time as she was growing. She had opportunity to have a, a meeting with the king. But before she went, she said, "We'll have to fast the whole of Israel." Look at the consecration and the separation. In their fast, they were saved. So. What was it? Believing in the one who could do. That's the salvation part of it. So it is not the one night with the king. Our senior brother Damina says, if the king is in you, I don't need to spend any night with him. Hello? The king is in you. So I don't need to spend any... This king is the one who is permanently resident in me. So if you take Esther out of context, you are going to preach a different message. The king is not outside. The king is in me. The king of kings is resident in me. So what is the one night? 
I don't need any external visitation to this king who is already in me. Do you see that doctrine of inviting Holy Spirit? No, we don't invite him. Why? The Spirit is already in me. So that when we meet, the Holy Spirit is here. You don't see it. So, follow closely. He says, all of these writings, they testify, it's a testimony of me. They speak concerning me. And that is why when Jesus, follow closely, that is why when Jesus resurrected, we are coming back home, resurrected, and he met his disciples for 40 days and 40 nights, he didn't speak about anybody but the things that were concerning himself. Luke 24, 25. Because the book is about him. Follow closely. Don't be deceived. The book is about him. Luke 24, 25. That's around that. Luke 24, 25. Uh-huh. Then he said unto them. And then he said, well, how did this happen? Disciples were going to the, uh, they were on the road of Emmaus, some of his disciples. They were talking about what had happened in Jerusalem. They said, his resurrection, how can they kill this good man like that? Mm. But we hear his resurrection. We don't, then Jesus came in the midst of them. Then Jesus asked them, what's up? What's up? What's the, what's the going? They said, are you new in Jerusalem? This massive thing that happened over the weekend, you, you didn't hear. They are talking about Jesus to Jesus. Do you know that you can, somebody can tell you, they are preaching Jesus to Jesus. You can be in church and not know God. Oh. <laughs> huh? You can be in church for 40 years and not know God. Your age is older than Christ in church. You may not know him. Preaching Jesus to Jesus. They couldn't see him. I said, ah, look at 25. Look at 25. Then he said unto them. Then he said unto them. Oh fools. Oh fools. Oh fools there is. Oh, doll. And slow of heart. And oh, doll. Unintelligent. He was not insulting them. He was describing their status to them. Now, follow closely. There's a doctrine there. There's a teaching there. What it means is that your foolishness is equal to your ignorance about Christ. Mm. Who is the wise? The wise, our wisdom is not the wisdom of this world. So the wise in Christ is the one who has a revelation of Jesus. When we say you are wise, we are not saying that you know the world knowledge or forget it. Ah, The world knowledge is crumbling down. Don't you see it? Economics are crumbling down. Psychology is crumbling down. Philosophy is crumbling down. Finance is crumbling down. So wisdom in Christ is revelation of him. The more you know him, the more you become wise. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So wisdom in the world is different from wisdom in Christ. That is why he called them unintelligent. To know, because you've been reading the scriptures, don't you know that all of those things were talking about my death and my resurrection? Read it, please, as I close. O fools and slow of heart to believe. and slow of heart. To, to believe. believe. Look at it. He qualified it. To believe. All that the prophets have spoken. All that the prophets have spoken. Now, the prophets in their prophetic sayings have spoken. Uh-huh. Ought not. Ought not Christ to have suffered Ought these not. things. So what it means is that if you read carefully, was Christ not supposed to have suffered these things? 
But you are seeing Christ as a good man. You are not seeing him as the king's man redeemer. You are seeing him as a good man who has been killed by, by not two good men. Your revelation of Christ is limited. That's why he qualified them to be fools and slow of heart. Please, are we getting it here? So, your revelation of him. So, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter his glory? Now, look at 26. 27. 27, yes. And, and beginning at Moses. So, then Jesus had to now take them through Bible study to appreciate Genesis to Malachi in his life. So, they didn't get it. They were just reading Torah. They were just reading the Psalms. They were using the Psalms for lotto numbers. They were using the Psalms for protection. They were using the, the Psalms to get twins. Hello? They were using Isaiah to bastardize kings. A king is coming. Caesar, be fooling. A king is coming. He's going to ride on his horse. He's coming with seven horns. That is all they saw. So they were using Isaiah in wait. We are keeping wait. This king is coming. That is why we, he, they asked him, when will these things be? The things that Isaiah spoke about, that a king is coming. You are the king. Do the do. He says, look, my kingdom is not of this world. So how Isaiah represented me, let me give you a proper picture of me. Your Jesus is not just the lion of the tribe of Judah. That was a limited representation of him. He's the lamb of God. He is the lamb of God. In his strength, you see weakness. You are not catching it today. When you read Isaiah, Isaiah, the king of kings and the lord of lords, he will roll the earth like this. Rolling the earth and the heavens was his was typifying how he will mess the kingdom of darkness up in his resurrection. Because they could never understand. They thought they had killed a good man. But the king of kings was coming up. He messed them up. Had they known, they would have crucified the king of glory. Please, are we catching this? So the, the, the pages of the Old Testament are coming back. So he had to do Bible study. And next week we are going to continue because this is what we are supposed to do. Proper Bible study. In the light of Christ. So when we pick the book, Genesis, we see Christ. Exodus, we see Christ. Leviticus, we see Christ. Numbers, we see Christ. Deuteronomy, we see Christ. Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, Chronicles. Christ, Christ, Christ. Are we catching it? So from, from where? 27. And beginning at Moses. So this is how Jesus did it. He now began from Genesis. And all the prophets. And now he took it through all the prophets. He expounded unto them. And then he did one thing. What we call proper Bible study. We call that dihemenium. Dihemenium. Which is to expound. Which is to explain in detail. And that is what Bible study is about. Explain in detail. What things? In all the scriptures, the things concerning the things concerning himself. That's it. Simple. So the scriptures are talking about Christ. You are seeing Isaiah. You are seeing the weeping prophet Jeremiah. Really? You are seeing um, 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 this prophet who went to marry Harlot. 
I said, you can marry anybody. If, if, if <laughs> you can marry anybody. In fact, God will make you marry. Sometimes God will make you marry prostitutes so that he will show forth his glory in you. Really? Wait till the, prophet, the, the prostitute turns you, the man, into a prostitute. You who is going to convert, you will be converted. So it has nothing to do with that. It's talking about the demonstration of God's love to humanity that has become a prostitute. The salvation plan of God. That is why it can only be a gift because that prostitute never merited the favor of God. But it was unleashed on her. Oh, glory. We are talking about Hosea here. Still, the salvation plan of God is talking about him and his work. So, we are going to now take it one after the other as we use the tools to now unlock the faces of the scriptures and bring the scriptures back to life. Are we here this morning? Oh, are you blessed this morning? Are you coming next week? Shall please be on our feet as we close. Today, you know that the scriptures are talking about one man. It has one message of one man. The man Jesus and his work, which is the work of salvation. We have received all capacity this morning to go and preach. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use us. You can use us because you have a deposition of your spirit in us. If there is any representation of Christ, it will be us because we have the spirit of Christ in us. You cannot fail God because he has so much confidence in you to put his spirit in you. We are saying that we will go. Look at our focus. Our focus is that as we receive, we dispense. There is more blessing in giving than receiving. What it means is that the kingdom abounds more when we share than we just hear. And so we are going to do the master's bidding. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. This morning, we've heard quite a bit. We are saying that we are preparing ourselves, Lord. As you empower us, we go. As we empower us, we are going. Nothing will stop us from preaching. Nothing will stop us from raising disciples for you. Any opportunity we will have, we will minister to souls. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. 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 It is not just about hearing. The blessing is in the doing. Not just the hearing. Deceiving ourselves. The blessing is in the doing. Not just the hearing. And so we receive all capacity this morning. In the name of Jesus. If we had forgotten, we have been awakened. If we are relentless, we are not relentless. We are, we are not giving up anymore. In the name of Jesus. We are moving. In the power of his might. We are moving. In the counsel of the Holy Spirit. In the, we are moving. In the power of his might. To minister the grace of God, the person of Christ, the personality of Jesus to many, to nations, to our communities, to our families, to our, fo- our work, our, our colleagues, to our acquaintances, to our business partners. We will preach Christ like never before in the name of Jesus. We will not leave that opportunity hanging. We will exercise our dominion. We will exercise our capacity to be proper ambassadors of Jesus. To be proper ambassadors of Jesus. We are moving out in the power of his might. We are moving out in the counsel of the Lord. We are preaching like no in the name of Jesus. Pray, 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 pray. We are receiving our capacity. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. This work will not be left here. 
this work will not end in this room. We will preach. We will preach. We will preach. We will preach to all creatures. We will do as the Lord has asked us to do. We will do as the Lord has asked us to do. And we are saying in the name of Jesus, nothing will stop us. Nothing will stop us. Nothing will stop us. Nothing will stop us. All stumbling blocks are lifted. Nothing will stop us. We will do your will. We will do your will. Wherever he sends, we will go. Whatever he says, we will do. In the name of Jesus. Now, we are praying another prayer. That says that we are separating ourselves to you. We call it consecration. You Look, all that we do here, we will stay here. But that which goes across is the work of Christ we have done. And so if you are not separated unto him, your business, your job can take you away from him. Your opportunities can take you away from him. You can lose those opportunities of doing the will of God to your own personal self, parochial interest. But if you pray this prayer of dedication and separation, we call it the prayer of consecration, you are saying that I am yielding everything of mine to you. Nothing will matter to me if it does not matter to you. Anything that matters to you is what will matter to me. I leave everything aside only to fulfill your pleasure and your desire for my life. Oh, stretch your hand and pray this prayer. We have been called to a lively hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have been called to a lively hope. A hope that is not defiled. It is not, it is not corruptible. We have been called to a mandate and to a calling. The Bible says it's a holy calling. He picked us by himself. And he has ordained us priests and kings unto him. And he has anointed us to become able ministers of the new covenant. We will not let this opportunity slip by. We are dedicating ourselves. And we are separating ourselves for his use. Anything that will become a stumbling block. That we will not fulfill his call for our lives. We take it off for it matters no more. I said it matters no more. I said it matters no more. We will do the master's bidding. Oh yes. Oh yes, this morning we are separating. This morning we are separating. Consecration must be done by you. By the help of the Spirit. It must be your desire to be separated unto Him. It must be your desire to be on His path. It must be on your it must be your desire to be what He has called you to be. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Pray, pray, pray. I want you to pray. Pray in the language of the Spirit. This is a spiritual work. Let it be done by the Spirit. As you yield, your part is to yield. Yield your members. Yield your members. Yield your resources. Yield yourself. Be separated unto Him. Let no business of this world be greater than the business of Christ. Oh, if the heartbeat of the Father is to see all men saved and come to the knowledge of the truth, don't think that your money is what the business is. 
don't think that your business is what the business is all of these things are opportunities for us to be able to present the gospel to all nations ethnos all nations all nations all nations the opportunities that you are having today is to enable you preach to the mighty and to the weak preach to all manner of people the opportunities that you are having today is to present you to the world to present you to your ethnos the world lord has prepared a path for us and that path is to make sure the kingdom frontiers are extending to the nations he says in this last days the knowledge of god will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea you are that agent that he's waiting for separate yourself stretch your hand and separate say i separate i separate i separate i separate myself to you 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 as you speak i hear as you lead i follow as you instruct i i, I follow i will not do it my way i'll do it your way as i present myself Use me, Lord. 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 That the creation is waiting for the manifestation. And we are strategically placed in the kingdom now at such a time like this to make sure the manifestation of sons are world. Ah, the sons are coming out. The sons will not do their own thing. They will do the will of the Father. The sons will not do their own will. They will do the will of their Father. For they have handed their will to the Father. And the Father is using their will for His purpose. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. As we go, may our our, our our hands be sharpened as we go may the strings of our tongues be loose as we go may we carry the power of God and minister you to all our giftings are sharpened our giftings are sharpened our giftings are sharpened we will not go anywhere and be ashamed we will not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation we will not be ashamed. We will not be ashamed. We will not be ashamed. As we are studying, we are holding proof the message of Christ. Able ministers of the name. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. Use everything of ours. Our time, our resources, ourselves. Use us. Everything of ours we use. We yield to your glory. Our minds are changed to see you better and to see your work better. This morning, the scales have been lifted. The shields have been lifted. The veil has been torn. Now we see you as you are. Now we see Jesus. And as we see you, our identity is unveiled. We will do as you have instructed. We will keep to your bidding and nothing will stop us from fulfilling your pleasure for our lives. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done this morning. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen.